Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Word Podcast. Now, we continue our examination of the Gospel of John. We're in the 18th chapter, and we looked at the first six verses in our last episode together, but I want to go back and read through those again just to set the context to remind us what's going on. Jesus had just spent uh, an intense time with his disciples sharing his last words with them, basically. Now they left, they go down the, the Kidron Valley, and Jesus is in the process of being arrested. So here's John 18, verse 1. When Jesus had spoken these words, he went out with his disciples across the brook Kidron, where there was a garden which he and his disciples entered. Now Judas who betrayed him, also knew the place, for Jesus often met there with his disciples. So Judas, having procured a band of soldiers and some officers from the chief priests and the Pharisees, went there with lanterns and torches and weapons. Then Jesus, knowing all that would happen to him, came forward and said to them, Whom do you seek? They answered him, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus said to them, I am. I am he. Remember that? That's verse 5. Judas, who betrayed him, was standing with them. When Jesus said to them, I am he, they drew back and fell to the ground. Now, you remember in our previous times together, I mentioned that this was not an, an act of worship. This was not an act of reverence or anything like that. This was an act of the power of the Most High God knocking these guys to the ground. It was letting them know that you cannot arrest me, you cannot arrest him from the perspective of the Father without my allowing it. Okay, so this wasn't man being victorious over Messiah. This is Messiah laying down his life of his own volition. There's a tremendous difference there. So verse 7, so he asked them again, whom do you seek? <laughs> so here they are. They're either on the ground or they're getting up from being on the ground, right? They had just been slammed to the ground. They're getting up. I suspect rather gingerly, I suspect with great confusion in their heart and their mind. So Jesus asked them, he says, who do you seek? And they said, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus answered, I told you that I am he. So if you seek me, let these men go. So Jesus was confirming, Jesus was letting them know that he had all power over this situation. And he's saying, if you're seeking me, then here I am. You let these guys go. And then verse 9 gives us more insight into it. This was to fulfill the word that he had spoken. Of those whom you gave me, I have lost not one. So Jesus had mentioned that earlier in his prayer to the Father, the prayer that he had uh, prayed in front of the disciples. He said, I haven't lost a one of these, save for the son of perdition. And that occurred so that the scripture would be fulfilled. So Jesus uh, is doing this where none of them would be lost. Verse 10, we have little impetuous Peter. Then Simon Peter, having a sword, drew it and struck the high priest servant and cut off his right ear. The servant's name was Malchus. So Simon had a sword. Why did he have a sword? Well, in other gospels, we see that Jesus actually told him, you know, do you have a sword? And they had a couple of swords. He said, okay, that'll be enough. Okay. He reaches out, grabs that sword, and whacks off the high priest's servant's 
right ear. Peter was going to fight, in other words, verse 11. So Jesus said to Peter, put your sword into the sheath. Shall I not drink the cup the Father has given me? So Jesus was letting him know, this is of the Father. This is the cup. This is what has been determined from long ago before the foundations of the earth that was to occur. So don't fight on my behalf. Don't be offensive on my behalf. Don't be defensive on my behalf. <laughs> really sort of gives us insight into how we are to be as believers and how we're to be as the body of Christ and how we're to behave. Okay? So Jesus tells him to put the sword back in his sheath. Notice he didn't say get rid of the sword. He didn't say, no, you shall never, ever use a sword. No, no. He said put it back in his sheath. Now is not the time. Okay? This is determined by the Father, by the Son, by the Spirit, by the Godhead. This is the cup. Verse 12, so the band of soldiers and their captains and their off and the officers of the Jews arrested Jesus and bound him, which is actually sort of uh, interesting because here when he said, I am, they were slammed to the ground. So now they're arresting him and they're going to tie him up. They're going to bind him like uh, there's something they could do about it. They were slammed to the ground by the word of the Lord. You know, are bonds of leathers or chains or anything like that really going to hold him? Well, of course it's not. The reason this is happening is because of what the Lord said. It is the cup that the Father has given him. And Lord Jesus said, yes, I will be faithful. I will be obedient. I will complete. That's what he said in his prayer to the Father. I will complete and I will do what I came to do. Uh, really is a picture for us, folks. The Lord has called us. He's chosen us. There are things that as true believers, he wants each one of us to do. Are we going to be faithful to the end? Again, I'm Dale. Thank you for being with me. I'll see you again next time.